You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of News Talk 770. Welcome to The Strong Room on News Talk 770. The federal government has been offering up bits and pieces of its proposed changes to the Income Tax Act this week. One of the first was Monday's announcement by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau of a reduction in the small business tax rate from its current level of 10.5% to 10% in 2018 and to 9% in 2019. The small business tax rate applies to the first $500,000 of active corporate income. And the government says lowering the rate will provide entrepreneurs with up to an additional $7,500 per year. This is a commitment we made uh, in the election campaign, and it's one that we're happy to follow up on uh, in a way that improves the system to make sure that everyone uh, benefits in the right ways from uh, the proposals and the measures we've put forward to uh, encourage small businesses to grow and prosper in communities across the country. The Prime Minister also says the government will not be changing the lifetime capital gains rule which allows business owners to convert regular income of a corporation into capital gains, which are taxed at a lower rate. No mom or dad or grandma or grandpa should be forced to choose between a decent retirement and keeping the business in the family. For this reason, we will not be changing the lifetime capital gains exemption rules. And further, we will continue to work with farmers, fishers, and entrepreneurs to ensure that they can pass on their businesses to the next generation. I'm joined now by two members of the staff at McMillan Estate Planning, Trust and Estate Practitioner Norman Ewing and Legal Counsel Henry Villanueva. Norman, what's your first reaction to the federal announcements? This is something that the previous government, uh, uh, before the Liberals, had had already set in motion. The Liberals paused that, and now, uh, with with all of the uproar over their um, proposed broader changes, uh, you know, we see uh, a reduction in taxes to get to try and uh, um, pacify people a little bit. Uh, we're seeing a little bit of details, uh, you know, beyond that as as to you know their original proposals. It looks like some of the areas they're still going ahead on. On that, although we're kind of waiting to see uh, the, the the details and how that's fully going to affect our clients. Henry, any thoughts on this? Well, I believe that uh, by the government saying that they're not going to touch the capital lifetime capital gain exemption, that's a big step for them, and that's a big boost for small businesses and for business owners to consider their tax plans, and that's something for them to. Uh, put a step forward on because their business is their retirement. And for the government to issue these, uh, you know, these are forward-looking changes and these would definitely provide a boost for them in the long run. This is the time of year when you want people looking at tax planning anyway. So this provides extra impetus to do that. That is correct. You know, and for them to uh, reduce the, the tax rates in the long run and for them to put more money in the business owner's pocket, that's a big thing for these business owners. Norman, what other changes or what other questions do you have about proposed changes um, at this point? Well, you know, the devil is really in the details, and uh, we haven't seen a lot of that yet. Uh, so, you know, it's going to take some time to flesh that out. But, you know, what we are seeing is that the government is moving ahead with 
setting out uh, its agenda, setting out the, the details with respect to these changes that uh, that are most likely going to come into effect in, in, in some fashion in, in 2018. And so, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're seeing obviously uh, the, the opportunity, as, as Henry points out, with uh, the, the capital gains exemption uh, of using that with respect to, uh, you know, businesses and succession and, and even farmers in that regard. Um, but, uh, you know, we really have to, to wait and see uh, the details with respect to, you know, passive income with within corporations and, and how is that going to be treated um, you know what sort of exemptions and, and, and penalties are are actually going to show up in uh, the final version of, of the government agenda here you know we also want to look further at um, you know the ability to um, uh, you know income split uh, among a family group uh, you know we've, we've seen some details how they're they're going ahead but uh, you know they're allowing a, a, a greater scope of of this strategy and so uh, it's I think the the concern there uh, to uh, to business owners is just how um, rigorous are these tests going to be? How much compliance and accounting and, and, and legal advice is going to be needed? And of course, a cost for, for businesses uh, to, to do some of these uh, um, uh, sort, sorts of planning. So uh, that's the sort sort of detail that we're, we're kind of watching for and uh, um, we'll, we'll have to sort out with our clients as it unfolds. And I suppose the other thing is how staged it is, how quickly it comes into place. Uh, and whether or not there are benchmarks where you say below a certain level of income, we're not going to worry about taxation, but we're going to be more progressive about the rates as income grows. It's something that uh, we've been kind of saying from the beginning that, uh, you know, looking at these proposals uh, when, when they first came out from the government, uh, you know, it represented uh, really a shift in the uh, the approach that uh, uh, taxation uh, is is dealt with with uh, private uh, Canadian uh, corporations, right? Uh, and so, uh, you know, we're going to be sorting through the details on this, but, uh, you know, any, any small Canadian business uh, needs to be watching this uh, because um, the things that they've been doing in the past uh, may not be working in the future. Um, and so we've got to reevaluate that and, 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 and pick strategies that are going to work for them going forward. And I guess the real question is whether or not businesses are still going to have the capacity to retain capital within the corporations. That is to say whether uh, it can be retained for cash flow purposes or potential retirement income or for some other reason. While we know what this situation or position of uh, the government is right now, this is the best time to plan for what's ahead of us because we don't know how it'll be two or three years down the road. And since we know or have a better outlook at how it'll be right now, we should plan for what the the laws are going to be in effect right now. So what I feel is most important to business owners is strike while the iron is hot. While we know that this is what's in the pipes, let's make the business work in this way and make sure that our planning right now is in accordance with what's going to be uh, in law and in effect. And it's a good opportunity uh, for, for businesses uh, to really rethink things. I mean, we have people that come into us and they've kind of been operating in a certain fashion and even under the existing rules, it doesn't always make the most sense. And so, um, you know, it's it's always a good idea, you know, if, if you haven't kind of revised, uh, you know, a tax strategy or, or uh, you know, plans around your business and corporations to sit down with a professional, look at what you're doing and see if there's ways to improve that. To say nothing of the fact that we're getting close to the end of the calendar year, it takes a little time to put some of these things in place. And even if your fiscal year as a company isn't December 31st, uh, it, there's, it, you can never start too soon uh, to, to do the planning that is necessary to take advantage of what the law allows now and to plan for what the law might look like down the trail. 
And we're getting those uh, those details more and more now. So uh, you know, not uh, all business uh, owners are, are necessarily understanding some of the some of the more complex areas. Um, but uh, it's certainly uh, the, the the time to have a review um, and see what updates can be made. Mm-hmm. What's happening in the office uh, right now? Are you getting people that are calling saying, "I need something in place in in the event that the rules change"? Are you getting people who have tax plans or business plans or life plans calling to say, how am I going to be affected and what do I need to change to take into account the new reality? We're seeing people that are, of course, um, interested and concerned and, and saying, how is this going to affect us? And, you know, due to their particular operations and circumstances, it may not affect them much. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, it, it may not be as much of a concern with them, but probably for the, the majority of, uh, of our businesses, uh, it's a more of, uh, you know, we think it'll affect in this area, but other areas, uh, you know, we certainly have to wait and see. So uh, there may be some things that, that we're implementing, but uh, others um, will, will be uh, pretty busy this fall uh, you know, as, as, as we sort through the details uh, and work through this uh, with our clients. But, you know, I guess kind of the third uh, area that we see um, is people that just really haven't, you know, worked much in this area. And so, um, you know, by kind of exploring this with them and, and, and how these changes are going to impact their business, uh, we're, you know, discovering other areas that uh, we can help improve um, and save taxes for them. What this whole debate over the last three months has taught me is how broad an area small business is. It's not one size fits all by any stretch of the imagination. It is an area where there's an awful lot of businesses and they have such a range of options. It's very difficult to say what a small business should do because every case is individual, every case is different, and every case is impacted Uh, in different ways by what is in place now and what is proposed or is being discussed. Small businesses are at a disadvantage when it comes to uh, capital in a way because they're not like the huge multinational companies that have, in a way, unlimited resources and unlimited credit for financing. These small to mid-sized businesses have limited capital and these were mom and pop businesses and they worked hard and they grew their businesses until it reached a certain uh, revenue uh, stream and... uh, popularity and operations. Now, given that they're uh, unsure of their future, that's a big concern for them because they need to know where their next paycheck is coming from for their employees. They need to be able to make payroll. They need to be able to pay their suppliers. And if they're suddenly surprised by a huge tax bill, that's a big impact on their business. So when we uh, meet with families, their main concern is basically what is the impact of this on my business? How much will this cost me? Should I budget for this? And how should I budget for this? So these are part of the uh, planning that we do at Macmillan for these families to make sure that they have adequate cash flow to make sure that their business will operate normally and in a way and fashion that they're accustomed to. Back with a case study on loans and gifts to children and how to structure those transactions for the protection of everyone involved. In a moment on The Strong Room on News Talk 770.